first would you like to go first no well my name's Lindsay. i'm on east the secondary <laughs> member of this podcast <laughs> and this is shut up and be nice thanks for hanging out with us today is a special day and you might hear the occasional clinking of ice cubes against a glass and that is because it was our launch day launch day which y'all will realize from this how far in advance we record podcasts so if we're ever a little irrelevant that's why right the idea would be that like if something's happening and it requires attention pretty immediately we'll do a podcast for that but things might be out of order sometimes yeah but we're about five podcasts ahead which is Kind of how we wanted, how we planned on it being. Anyways, today is our launch day. And we're celebrating. We weren't going to record, but we're recording because we really like doing this. Yeah, it's really fun. And I feel like I speak for most of us when I say that when we end up hanging out, it kind of just would make sense for us to podcast because it's fun. So we've missed some of our most podcastable moments talking and not recording it. Recording. Yeah. I feel like that, that and makes sense. Our to me. podcasts are starting to feel more like conversations rather than oh Forced. this is a thing that somebody's gonna listen to yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah so last episode i asked you to tell me about an urban legend bonus points if it's in raleigh did you come i up remembered you as saying if it was local so i thought north carolina okay but, but you've heard and you know something? everybody in north carolina has heard of this but maybe for the listener outside of north carolina they haven't heard of this, and it's pretty cool. Maybe so, I haven't heard about it, honestly. It's a quick little snippet. It's the Devil's Tramping Ground. I've literally never heard of this. Um, It's in... Let me see. I have something pulled up about it right here. It is in Bear Creek, North Carolina. This <clears> is not, a mountain? It's not far from here. No, I guess nothing's far from here. We live in the middle of the state. But Ooh. there's not really much to say about it other than it's a circle in the middle of the woods that nothing has grown in for like over 40 years what woods somewhere in bear creek i think is what i just is said is bear today. creek a city it's like a, i don't know like a town, town? i don't know where okay. it is but um th- it's a circle that looks like something has been walked it's like literally like the the ground is trampled upon in a circle and oh. nothing has grown and there's like tale of like dogs not wanting to go anywhere near it or barking at it and howling at it like coming to dead stop and like not wanting to go anywhere close to it and people will like place things in the middle of the circle and it'll disappear overnight and they're called the devil's tramping grounds because people think it's where the devil had it's the devil's portal to earth (gasps) so basically it's my birthplace (laughs) (laughs) it's where i was born on july 25th 1993 (laughs) um yeah Wow. Pretty creepy. Yeah, it's if there's like if you go on Reddit and stuff like that, you can read like people's really serious like tales. I was going to tell another story about like shapeshifters and stuff, but that's a whole other thing that would take a really long time to talk about, but um Can we have a whole episode on shapeshifters cuz I am intrigued. I've heard really wild stories about shapeshifting and that's 
crazy. Yeah. I do think that having an episode of shape-shifting would be really funny. There's or really... not funny, but very interesting. No, there's, like, wild stories. Yeah. Cool. I fuck with that heavily. Yeah. Sick. Thanks, honey. That was cool. Yeah, just quick. You know. I wonder how long... How, do you know how far away it is from here? No, I don't know. I've never been. I've always wanted to go, though. I don't particularly prescribe to the paranormal. Oh, I do. But I also... Do you have any paranormal experiences? No. Not at all. I definitely do. Like what? Well, I used to live in a house off of a very popular street in Raleigh years ago before it was a popular street in Raleigh. Sure. It used to just be a bunch of like rundown old houses Mm -hmm. in downtown. I lived off that street for $300 a month over 10 years ago. And now houses are worth over a million dollars on that street. Oh, this is the house that, it's not your mom's house. It's the house that you rented. Yeah, it's close to my mom's house. Yes, yeah, I remember you saying that. And it's actually, driving by it now, it's fucking huge and beautiful. I know, they renovated it. The story of that house is an old woman owned it before it became a rental property. Of course. And... Did she die in it? She did. She, and I lived in her bedroom. So the way that it's a very old house, very old. I mean, everything about this house was old. The mm-hmm. kitchen sink was like one of those basin porcelain sinks. Mm-hmm. There was no built-in cabinets in the kitchen. It was like cupboards. Mm. Um, it was old. Nothing was renovated. There was like hand-carved wood engravings on the, sta- the spiral. It was like a spiral staircase. Jesus. Yeah, this house is gorgeous. I would never leave. But How old were you when old. you lived here? I moved into that house when I was 16 years old. Oh, yeah. Okay. So and, it's just uh, one of your, probably your first renting experience. Like, I didn't even rent it. I just, like... Lived there. I lived there. Like, somebody else was renting it that lived there, and they were like, yeah, you can live here for this much money, and oh. yeah, I didn't pay... And they gave you the master suite? Well, it wasn't the best bedroom in the house. Oh. Okay. It was huge, but it was, like... I don't know. It was pretty good, because it had its own bathroom. But yeah. the rooms upstairs were, like, really cool, like, in an old house kind of way. Uh-huh. Like, one of the bedrooms had, like, little, like, pocket windows and, like, uh, okay. and like built-in bookshelves. And then another one had a roof porch off of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the bathroom was, like, who fucking cares? Yeah, it was I'd just, it was the, the first floor bedroom. It was nice because I was the only one on the first floor that lived on the first floor. And then also I had my own bathroom, which had a huge clothwood tub in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really nice. Jesus. Yeah, and it, the bedroom was huge. I mean, I had a king-size bed in that house, and my bed looked small. Wow. And the, I had radiators, like gold radiators, and it was really, not actual gold, but, you know, painted gold. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Anyways, I lived in the master bedroom. And, you know, maybe also, too, people were kind of afraid of that room. Because there was paranormal activity in that house, for mm-hmm. sure. You could feel it being in there. When when you say you can feel a presence, I get you never gen- felt alone. I j- okay, you felt like someone was with you. Yeah, and I mean in a scary way, or maybe just like a no, and just a way. I mean, we've talked about on previous episodes how I have always kind of felt like on the first episode, the one that just launched today. I mm-hmm. talked about like you know as a kid being like <laughs> yes, yeah, I and. You. I've never closed myself off to that energy, and I became doubtful of it. But when I moved into this house, it was like, oh no, I believe there is a very thin veil between us and them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And so this woman was an old lady, like very old. She had a, so on the staircase up, you would take a 
staircase up to one half of a level mm-hmm. and there's where a sunroom was and then you would turn up the like the rounding staircase and it would la- level out to the bathroom mm-hmm. and then you would turn up another level and it would level like like four or five steps up to the other two bedrooms so the that first level though was her sunroom where she would sew the story is that she was sewing one day as she did every day and she fell down the flight of stairs broke her hip couldn't get up and died yeah, and um, or Do you maybe know what her name was Anne Olive. Uh, what a cool name! Yeah, Anne Olive. Her last name was Olive. Yeah, if your family's uh, listening. I'm sorry. I'm kind of exploiting your family members. I'm not exploiting. I don't think you're exploiting because that would be general information that you could find online. Maybe I don't know. This is also just told to me, you know. Yeah. Anyways, I think that this was a situation where the owner of the house had to tell us about this. It, was it pretty recent, you think, before? It was, she was the last person to live there before we did. Yeah. So I would I would imagine that it would be in common decency to let somebody know. That somebody died in the house. Mm-hmm. I thought it was that people that were murdered in houses had to be told. I would like to know if but someone I think died. It, yeah, yeah, I think Even it, if it was a very natural way to go, I would yeah. like to know if someone died in the home. Well, anyways, I experienced quite a bit... From the get-go. I only lived in this house for like four or five months and I got my own apartment. It started off one night. I was in the living room with my housemates at the time. It was me and three other girls. Living room was on the first First floor. First floor, right outside of my bedroom. Yeah. Through the doorway of where she died. But she, like these things kind of happened all over the house. I have a few stories. So I was sitting on the back of a couch. Like I was up on the, where you rest your back and my feet were like where you're, you sit yeah and then my housemates were down by my feet sitting on them like normal people Mm -hmm. and then we were talking to my oh you were sitting on the top yeah i was like a cat yes (laughs) like how ollie sits and anyways our other housemate was sitting was standing across from us and we were all just kind of talking and we had a couple people over that were in the dining room behind us like right behind us and the wall the couch wasn't backed up to a wall there was like space behind it right and all of a sudden, me and the two housemates on the couch all look to the left back behind my housemate standing in front of us and then look behind our left shoulder and then look over really quick back behind our right. All three of us at the same time, like we were watching something pass behind us. Oh. And my housemate, other housemate, is looking behind us and doesn't see anything but goes, don't say anything. You all saw something. Just say yes or no. And we went, yeah. All of us. Unanimous. Like, at the same time. I would like to note that I am sitting on... We're both sitting on my bed, and I don't want any part of my body to get over the bed because I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was scary. What? Yeah, we both... We all... And I had, like... My body went cold. Like, I went ice cold. I had never seen... And I would also like to say I was not drinking. I was not on drugs. I... My mental health was pretty intact. Like, it was fine. It was it was like a normal evening, early in the evening, late afternoon, and like the sun was just going down, and it was cold outside, so it was pretty early. Yeah, and then my housemate was, who also is pagan, so mm-hmm. was very invested in all of this. Sure, and was always very mindful of us being respectful of this woman's energy in our house. Right, was like I, I but like struggled with connecting with her um was like i want to know what you saw 
and pull that. This the the pagan roommate was the one who was facing. Stan- yeah, okay. and, who, and who should have seen? Right. Well, who should have seen something pass behind us if we all three of us saw? And we're also mm-hmm. we were all also like ten years younger than her, so maybe us being younger, there was like uh, I don't know. Like it, it, there's yeah. there's so many questions I have about this experience, but she passed behind us. I say she passed behind us. I kind of jumped the gun there. But she pulled us aside and asked us all to describe what we saw. We all described the exact same thing. We all saw a, a formless white fabric flow with blonde, long blonde hair. And How long? Like very, all I saw, it was almost as if somebody was holding hair and like I couldn't see the hand, but if they were holding hair and white fabric and it was blowing in the wind. It just passed around us. It was like it like went around us, and we all saw it, and we all accounted seeing it without saying anything to each other. Like she literally took us up to her room and said, "Describe to me what you saw," and we all described the exact same thing. What the fuck? Yeah, it was wild. And then following that, there was I'll, the other stories. I'll just say kind of quickly. My other housemate or a, a housemate that was sitting on the couch that saw that would claim that she would look into the corner. She lived in the sewing room. And she said that she would look into the sewing room because she would hear rustling. And one time she saw a hand reach out and disappear. Mm-hmm. Like an apparition of a hand. And like after she heard rustling and, and like saw movement in the corner of her room. And then I have really, I fully 1000% believe in this stuff now because that and then my my door to my bedroom would open and close, and you and and any other time you wanted to open and close it, you had to kick that shit open, and it would open quietly in the middle of the night. And then the bathroom door in my room would also open and close. And I have another person who was in my room one night and saw it too. Yeah, and like literally my bathroom door opened and closed like multiple times. And it got to the point it scared me at first, and then it got to the point that it happened so often that I was at peace with it. Right. Because her presence was never malice. Like, there's no malice. Right. But then there was one night. There was one night. And I literally told my housemates, I said, and my housemates' friends that were over, they were all drunk. I wasn't. I just got home from work. And I, they were smudging the house with white sage, which it's an inappropriate use of white sage. And you shouldn't even be using it. All, that's, I could go into the ethics of, like, that. Um, it's disrespectful. It's appropriative it's just wrong mm-hmm. and anyways but they were smudging the house with white sage i was cooking downstairs when they were doing this and i said stop your pagan roommate wouldn't she know? she wasn't there oh uh, uh, yeah this roommate. is and this is we we're all like literally like my housemate was like the oldest one was like in her 30s we were all like i think the oldest one of the three of us was 21 years old yeah so they're just being ignorant yeah, weird. yeah. yeah it was it was a weird living situation Anyways, I was like, don't do that. Don't do that because there could be other energy that you're opening a door to. You're like misusing things. We're on land that hasn't always been this kind of land. Like I was like, you're you're, like, I'm not here. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, yeah. And I couldn't get them to stop, but I also wasn't going to push it because I'm not like trying to like, Well, and you were the youngest. Yeah, I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. So I'm downstairs in the bathroom, in the bathroom, in the kitchen. (laughs) What the hell? In the kitchen. And all of a sudden, and we had a big pot rack in the middle of the kitchen, like yeah. hanging pot rack. Mm-hmm. Our pots went flying off off the pot rack. And I and I was washing dishes as I was cooking. 
And I went, oh, hell no. Absolutely not. And I ran upstairs to where they were laughing. I could hear them laughing and going, and Olive, show yourself. No. Yeah. No, no, And no, I no, ran no, upstairs no. and I said, stop. I was like, stop it. And as I said, stop it, my friend was holding this plate with the sage on it. The plate shattered. Are you and kidding? I'm not kidding. There are other people I could call and would verify all of these stories that were there for them. I could literally have them on the show one day. This makes me nervous. Yeah. The plate, this makes me feel wild. I know. The plate, I can't believe I've never shared these stories You've with you. You've never told me this before. The plate ever. shattered into a million pieces. I'm glad you're telling me in my like home where I'm comfortable because this makes me feel like I would hate to have to drive home after this. No, I mean, and there's explanations for all of these things, I guess. I'm sure, yeah. Like, oh, the plate got hot, so it shat. But it was like, why would the plate get hot? Because uh, of the burning sage, I guess. Or they were, oh, they, they, was, they were put, they put it on a plate. Yeah, they put it on a plate. That's weird. I don't know. The whole thing was weird. And then they said, oh my God, we need to stop. And I was like, yeah, stop. I was like, not only is that really scary, but literally pots just flew off of my pot rack downstairs. <laughs> You're like, yeah, forget that. There's this a poltergeist is crazy. in There's my fucking house. There's something happening right now, yeah. and I need you to relax. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm probably forgetting plenty more stories. I have firmly, I will say, for quite some time now, ever since I stopped prescribing to my christian upbringing oh wow. i have pretty notorious that'll be a whole that podcast will be a whole, that'll be like four podcasts yeah that'll be a whole different episode but since then i have pretty much always said like i don't rule anything out yeah so i'm i don't because i felt which is so interesting because some people who deviate from religious upbringings are like i'm science i'm logic or i'm like atheist i believe yeah. in nothing yeah. yes i think that at least where I'm at right now on my journey when it comes to religion or anything spiritual or like, I just don't rule anything out. So there's nothing that I would confidently say, I do not believe in that at all. So when, especially when it comes to supernatural things, Mm -hmm. the way that I was even brought up in Christianity, it was with the understanding because I was um, Mm non-denominational And less legalistic. Non-denominational uh, tends to be a little less legalistic. Yes. No, it definitely was. So we, non-denominational could be a lot of different things. Yeah. But without going too... Could be a cult. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Without going, I guess, too into it, because again, this will probably be a whole <clears throat> other episode one day, but speaking in tongues was very normal. Believing in, like, demons. Oh, that kind Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, have, like, uh, believing that a, casting out demons. Pentecostal? Um, apostolic. Apostolic. That's yes. Right. Um, apostolic is a little bit more legalistic than how I, the church that I went to. Mm-hmm. But it was very, like, exclamatory. Yeah. Is that a word? Exclamatory? I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Speaking in tongues was like very... Animated. Yes. It, speaking in tongues was very normal. Shouting at praise and worship was very normal. It was very free. Yeah. And I will say that was... that, As that the is, spirit moved through you. Exactly. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of there being demons in, in people, it was very taken... It was taken extremely seriously. Yeah. So I think there's parts of myself that I find being like, I don't have any interest in exploring the supernatural because I was raised with kind of a reverence to it. Yeah. In that... It's a part of something you're distancing yourself from. Right. On purpose. Yeah. Being like, that is something that happens, but I don't want to... Kind of like you said earlier, it kind of 
reminded me. And to oh, any of our Christian listeners too, like we are definitely like not anti any religion. Yeah. This is just like a Southern placement mm-hmm. and we will talk plenty about religion. Yeah. An uh, anti-Christian uh, yeah, no. podcast. No, I, I think me specifically because I have gone through that and lived a very, very large portion of my life involved in the Christian church. Mm-hmm. I have a reverence for it. I have a understanding of like what people are going through and the verbiage and the way that people navigate through life. But with that being said, I think that there's parts of me that I find being like, okay, I don't really want to open the door of like demons or the supernatural because how I was raised, um, it definitely was like, you don't open your, because then you're susceptible to it. That's also why. Yeah, totally. That's also why I don't really partake in any um, like quote unquote witchcraft. Yeah. One, and now that I'm older, I'm kind of glad that I'm not into that because there is kind of a part where it's like... White witches. White wi- exactly. Yeah. White witches. Which you know, I've talked to you so much about makes me cringe so ex- much. Exactly. And so I'm kind of thankful that I have never really partaken in that. But I think it's it's largely due to the religious part that kind of holds me back from doing that. Yeah. And so... But I think that's also why I don't immediately think, oh, there's a ghost in this house or something weird. Yeah. But as I've kind of moved on in my own religious journey I don't rule anything out and it's yeah. I, I try not to be like well there's a logical explanation for yeah. everything and that's just whatever whatever yeah and I've you sat know. down and already had that conversation with myself yeah as it was happening <laughs> yeah exactly I'm I was sure. like oh well it's an old house it's drafty doors could open even though it typically has to be kicked open but the wood could swell sure oh like there's you know they might have been like stomping upstairs and so yeah. the pots went flying off Oh, the heat and cold air from on the plate, like right. something could have happened. Um, the apparitions, I don't have an explanation for. Right. Um, well, did you yourself experience apparitions, or was that the, just that was the, the what went past us? Oh, was oh, an yes, yeah, okay. That's the only apparition I have ever experienced mm-hmm. in my life. I think. Mm-hmm. First podcast we talked about how I to this day I don't know mm-hmm. if I saw like monsters in my cousin's room or not. Right. But I think that would have been more along the lines of sleep paralysis. Mm. Okay, so I will say the one... But we weren't sleeping. Like, we were yeah. all awake. Like, I, all of us, like, in the times that we've reconnected throughout the years, we always bring up this moment because we're like, that... And also, my yeah. coworker mm-hmm. was frequent. My current coworker, well, kind of coworker. Anyway, somebody who's in my life to this day deeply, they were coming to our house a lot during that time experienced these things if you if you looked at Onslow and said Anne Olive they would be like oh my god yeah they know that that happened to all of us we all talked about it with like I I know it's not something in my memory like like Mm -hmm. Onslow remembers us all being like this happened like and like freaking out because they came over to our house that night after they got off work 
because they worked right down the street from where we lived. And they, like, came over and we told them and they were like, oh, my God. Which Onslow is an Aquarius and, like, is very open to yeah. all of this. Like, right. loves it, lives mm-hmm. for it, lives it, eats it, breeds it, you know? Yeah. And I do, too, now. But at that time, I did not. Yeah. I mean, I was open to it and I accepted it. Mm-hmm. But there was so much about my own background and ethnicity and mm-hmm. history and culture and life that I didn't know then that I know now which I will not be going into on the podcast, but, yeah. like, it it opened my mind up a lot to energy and the connection between spirit, for lack of a better term, spirit and physical world being very connected. I mean, it's even in science terms, even when you talk to the most sciencey people, they're like, well, I mean, you can't kill energy. Mm-hmm. So, we, of course, these things are possible. Um, and that makes ener- sense. And energy me. can manifest in ways that are so beyond our understanding. But I, I will say I have considered everything. And I've also, I was not the kind of person who openly believed these things yeah. like, without crit- like without critical thinking. Hey everyone, this is the part of the podcast where there is an obvious abrupt change. Uh, we started to talk about some things that we thought we were ready to talk about on the podcast, but we're not quite yet. Not yet. We got to get to know each other a little bit more. Yeah. So we're actually recording this in real time, the day that this podcast is going to be released. <laughs> or at least the night, I guess we should say. Yeah, the night. And uh, Lindsay brought... For motivational purposes <laughs> solely, she said, pick up a drink that is low, like low commitment so that it's only one. So we could have a drink at the bar after and i said okay great so it's either a tall boy of like beer which sounds and this bitch thinks that bootlegger is non-committal cheers it's disgusting but it is the only way i could wrap up that episode because when i lived in that nasty house that i talked about in this episode I drank a lot of bootlegger, a lot of 40s, a lot of wild Irish rose, and a lot of four locos when they had caffeine. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I'm just taking myself right back to the place. It's, yeah, it was for um, sentimental purposes, I think. Yeah. I also, oh, <laughs> my last bootlegger story, <sighs> I threw up in a Walmart sink, not even a toilet. The Walmart sink. Yeah, and, and it was that, like a you trough. thought this was non-committal. It was a trough. Like, oh, I'm sorry, not bootlegger. Well, it was bootleggers and four locos. Like, you don't start a low-key night off with bootlegger. Well, I'm doing a bootlegger, so that way when I get to the, the bar, I only have one drink or two maybe, and then I'll go home. And by bar, we mean we're sitting outside very distance away from people, by the way. Yeah. Like, so distance, it's nuts. We don't go inside. Nobody should be going inside and taking their mask off right now. Yeah, kind of makes me wonder if what the next couple of months are going to look like. It's kind of freaky deaky. It's a little freaky. Apparently the, the stores are out of toilet paper again. Oh yeah, Jake told me that. So my partner uh, works at a grocery store and he said specifically paper towels are like getting crazy, but um, yeah, paper goods are starting to go. So a gentle reminder so that we don't repeat the foolishness that happened earlier this year. Just get need- enough stuff to prepare. To- not go to a store for two weeks it's not like it's gonna go anywhere just like have your shit for two weeks you don't need to have your shit for six months i was wiping my i was wiping my butt with wet wipes for like a month and i don't even want to know what that did to my septic tank yeah i don't know 
It's just because there was no toilet paper. Foolish, <laughs> foolish. Either honestly, Tushy, this is the part of the podcast that you could sponsor us because a bidet really. I was so bummed that my bidet didn't fit my toilet during this time because I literally bought one during COVID because I was like, this will solve the toilet paper problem, but alas, it didn't. So, yeah. I don't know if you can get a good get a bidet, get one. They're great. Anyways, what are you doing this week? So this week. I really started off strong. Like I had something to say. I really don't have anything to say. I need. I don't have anything. Well, it's the weekend. What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I need to. Oh, okay. I have an accomplishment and something that I have to look forward to. I put out a vlog, and that I actually am pretty proud. Oh, of. you released it. Yeah, I, it's live. You, you gotta watch. tell me so I can give you a little watching. I know. Well, I haven't, like, advertised yet because I released it really late at night a couple days ago. And I just, like, keep forgetting to, like, post about it on my story. A couple nights ago. Yeah, it's been out for a while. But um, I haven't. Oh I just God. keep forgetting. It's the biggest secret you've kept from me. I know. Um, but I'm already starting on my next one. So I would like to get a little bit more content and, like, just keep up the good work, basically. That's my plan is to well, are we, keep up the good work. Are we going to start? any filming this weekend for yeah, our video so. yeah and then next weekend we'll and then finalize next weekend finalize filming to edit when we're in atlanta the f- i f- i figured out my weekend by the way i rescheduled everything perfect we're going to atlanta we're very excited very excited a very like i need a road trip i'm excited to like go on a road trip that's kind of longer yeah i haven't done that in probably over a year we're gonna have a good time very excited for that yeah we're going to atlanta that's my dog hi haku why are you being so loud buddy hakuna my daughter <laughs> he's being cute he's been very handsome and very sweet dog mm. a sweet boy. and he's got his nice handsome sweater on well anyways yeah so i guess this is a segue from that is that we've got some things coming we're gonna deviate a little bit from just the podcast format, because that was always the plan. Yeah. We were started out with the podcast to get comfortable and get a a low commitment, but like like feasible ball rolling. Yeah, a low commitment, but like still scheduled like homework. Like mm-hmm. it's something that we, it's due every week. And now we gotta, we're stepping it up a little bit. Yeah, kicking it up a notch, putting a little more onto our already fucking jam-packed plate but i'm like we really need to be doing anything else else. now so this weekend yeah we're gonna work on the video got some really cool visuals planned should we give them a hint no no hints you'll see and then what else uh i'm gonna meet somebody i think is cute i'm so excited for that i think someone's cute and i'm gonna hang out with them I mean, I think I think they're cute. We'll see. Yeah, they might be a catfish. <laughs> oh my god! If I was catfished, I I dreamt that they catfished me. That's hilarious. I had a dream the other night that Jake proposed to me, and I looked at the ring and I was like, "Oh, this is I can't tell any of the girls at work because my ring isn't as pretty as my coworker Mariella's." Wow, ring. you're starting to have like basic. Basic bitch Basic wedding bitch dreams. dreams. I know. It was so weird. And I literally was like, I woke up and was like, what the fuck? Like, that's so out of character. I never want to get married, by the way. Yes, or she does. Or at the very least, when I'm like 40 or something. But I woke up and was like, what the fuck? And I told her today and she thought it was funny. My dog is literally demanding that I pay attention to him. Yeah, he's a little... 
Need, needy boy. Can probably hear his breathing. Yeah, so this this is, a, I think, a good place for us to wrap up is just with letting y'all know what we have coming. Well, and also we're going to kind of, like, oh. move away from, okay. like... Okay, hold on. We're going to move away from what? Um, our format for how we do the pod is... Or our episodes are going to be a little different. They're going to be a little bit more all over the place. As if they couldn't be even more all over the place, but... Yeah. We're going to switch them up a little bit, which I think will be cool, and I think it'll be fun and funky and fresh. You'll think it'll be... Fun and funky and fresh, you know? Yeah. So, stay tuned. This episode's kind of weird, but... Um, we had some good get stories. Over it, bitch. We had some good stories. All right. We got to go edit this shit so we can get it out to y'all. Yeah. Harry Styles was part of the podcast that you could sponsor me to talk about you. Right now I'm doing it for free and that's totally fine, but uh we'd love to get some cashola on me. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Or you can just DM me. I don't oh, know. I have a story. A parting story. At midnight last night, I get a phone call from a number from Georgia, and I was like, Well, I'm not gonna answer this. And then, following that phone call, I get a text from that same number. And it says all I can see on the first part that pops up is thinking about you <clears throat> with a heart and then the splash emoji oh my god yeah and then i open it and i'm like who the hell is this thinking about me this is clearly a wrong number situation it has to be not only does it say that it is like an inverted image of one thousand dollars cash uh- but like inverted so like it looks like chrome and metal yeah a guy flexing his muscles in the mirror, and then him flexing another muscle. No. Yeah. Think about you. So I'll leave you with that, y'all. That I'll message. be thinking about you. I'll be thinking about you. Be careful who you send those. That's the way to move. Oh, <laughs> no. You be careful who you send this freaky shit to, y'all. That's nasty. Double check your phone numbers before you hit send, you know? Okay. All right. Be nice to somebody. Good night. Little love bugs. Little creepies. Sweet dreams.